0: Welcome to Jason and the Movie Knots. I'm Jason Sachs. I'm Carl Svidella. And we are talking about Marvel movies. We are watching them in sequential order by continuity or time frame for the movies. So we are starting with Captain America, The First Avenger.
1: Yeah, I thought this would be a fun project for us because both of us love WandaVision. And WandaVision just basically reignited my excitement for the MCU, like totally. And I was like, well, what can I do to make sure that I've seen everything now before like Doctor Strange 2 comes out or all the new Marvel movies? So I went and found on Rotten Tomatoes uh, a list of the chronological order of all the movies. And as you said, Captain America uh, takes place in, again, the MCU's 2011, but before that, 1942, but essentially is the first movie in
0: the chronological order of the MCU. I haven't watched this movie in maybe five years. It was really fun to go back and rewatch it. A lot of stuff I forgot, a lot of stuff that are small Easter eggs for what we see in future movies. Mm -hmm. Uh, what What were some of the things that you really enjoyed about it or thought you were interesting about it?
1: Yeah, before we go through like the thing, like the actual movie, like, you know, line by line and in order, the overview I had was, you know, this movie is similar to a lot of mcu movies i think where it's like here's the big action thing right yes there's some drama points and i i did appreciate some of the stuff they talked about with bucky and a small group of band of people trying to take over a camp and some of that stuff but in general it's like it felt like an action movie i don't know it felt like a um hey here's the origin story of somebody and it's gonna be intrigue and murder and uh, someone's gonna be a spy and track someone else down. And it it doesn't really have any moments, I think, to breathe. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it's just like, and then this happened, and then this happened, which is a lot of the MCU movies. Would it's you Would little, you agree with
0: that? It's a little too tight. And it's a little too action-oriented. I mean, it does take its, a little bit of time getting started. Yeah, but- sure. Pretty much launches us into action from the moment steve becomes captain america for the moment steve t- takes the sit the the uh serum and chases the villain around brooklyn
1: mm-hmm. yeah by the way uh let's let's just talk about the beginning now for a minute like the very beginning is actually the present which they actually find his shield and that's just like a foreshadowing but the actual movie starts in 1942 before he becomes Captain America like you said and I thought I forgot how crazy that CG was where they made Steve Rogers teeny and thin
0: it looks so awkward right? It looks really weird yeah it looks just straight up weird he looks distorted in ways that don't quite feel right you know? Yeah and maybe it's because we know Chris Evans is going to be this big dude but yeah, it never quite sells itself the way they want it to.
1: Yeah, that was a little weird. Um, also, in the beginning, I had forgotten about the Tesseract. Like, I just had totally forgot that the Infinity Stone was shown off at of Captain America in the beginning. Like, I didn't remember that part. Did you?
0: No. No, uh, actually, it was really surprising to me how it appears there. And I had this moment of like, oh, wow, they really did plan this out right from the, basically the beginning. This is one yeah. of the first or five marvel movies right so they had had this whole thing really well planned
1: yeah and then that's also the beginning of in the beginning of the movie and the beginning of uh hydra right so the introduction of hydra with this schmidt character um and that is when you know the steve rogers introduced and the then steve Rogers becomes captain america
0: now i did remember that hydra was was tied to the nazis that part i did did remember because it was such a clever little twist to the, to the comic storyline.
1: What's funny is a real quick side tangent. I'm a big, you know, person who plays video games and um, there's a, a really cool game called Castle Wolfenstein and they do similar things with the Nazis of like, what happens if in this alternate timeline, the Nazis did these crazy experiments, you know, and got a hands on their technology and made robots and somehow almost like what's man of the high Castle, but that idea of like you know this alternate timeline with nazis right so yeah. you see like these you know yeah dr zola and stuff like that like we're going to do all these experiments and now that we have this power um and then of course steve rogers introduced and in the beginning I, i've forgotten that he again wasn't captain america he was just a guy selling war bonds
0: that the whole like five minute montage of him selling the war bonds with the cabaret dancers and everything that was a lot more fun than i remembered it being yeah out with yeah. that goofy triangular shield and stuff like they play that pretty well chris evans is is a better comic actor than i remembered him being
1: yeah i like that but that to yeah, be it was very short part of the movie right that was just like a quick quick thing i think then it was back to action times
0: it was a smart decision too, because it makes him feel more heroic when he actually becomes a hero. Mm. Because you can understand why the Tommy Lee Jones character is basically saying, no, dude, we can't have you risk yourself for, for America because we need to protect you. But at, but you can feel him being anxious to get into war. And so when he has the moment at the USO show in, in um, Europe, wherever he is, uh, he, he like jumps into action. So that little bit of arc there kind of gives the story like a better foundation. Yeah. It's like he was able, he went from being this scrawny Steve Rogers to being this muscular buff Captain America, but then he didn't really improve his life very much. Yeah, yeah. He didn't get to achieve what he really wanted to do, which was to be this super patriot. They, by the way,
1: speaking of that, this is a Marvel movie where they made a mutant. Right? by definition a mutant is born that way right right who was the other one we just had was it um we just had it um well, there was a movie where they made a mutant and I was like oh my goodness that person wasn't born a mutant oh my guess it's gonna bother me was it in WandaVision
0: yes well, it was WandaVision Mon- Monica would be the character right? Monica
1: yeah she like became one through kind of just walking through a oh spoiler by the way for wandavision people <laughs> viewers but yeah she becomes one in that series so i i guess that happens in the marvel universe they don't they're not all just born that way
0: no and the, you you technically speaking you're not a mutant unless you're born with the powers but does it really matter you have these amazing powers who, who yeah the
1: powers? also this scene introduction of uh introduction of howard stark so the yeah. stark family
0: yeah mm-hmm yeah, I'm not sure he, who he was kissing in that scene with the floating car. That mm. was a little weird, I thought. Yeah, that was weird. I didn't know what to think. But yeah, uh, but he was a dashing dude.
1: He's was a dashing guy. And, he, uh, and also another dashing guy was introduced as Bucky Barnes. Mm-hmm. And that's a big part of the story. Well, partially until Bucky Barnes is no longer.
0: Yeah, I thought Sebastian Stan was really fun in that role. And I liked how he and Steve were friends for from before Steve got his serum and stuff. That was a nice little extra change. I think they had only met at the army camp in the comics.
1: And also oh, okay.
0: quite a bit younger than him. Like Bucky was the kid sidekick. But here they're peers, they're pals, they're you know, good companions to each other, good fighting friends with each other. So I think when we see the betrayal, minor spoilers, right? When we see the betrayal... In Winter Soldier, it's going to make it more powerful now.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you, you remember that. Bond.
0: Apparently to his death, that is a pretty terrifying, sad moment.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's a bond and then it's a loss. And so that's the kind of cool arc to have in a movie. Uh, of course, like you said, we'll think about that character differently now when he pops up in other series. Um, the other introduction of a character was Red Skull. And I forgot that. I don't know how I forgot that because it's like a big deal. He's got a
0: red skull, uh, but yeah. The, yeah, I got to say, how did you forget the red skull was in that? Because he's, but well, you said it was a long time ago. We, I forgot what that whole movie was. Hugo Weaving is a great scene
1: stealer. Yeah, yeah. Um, and by the way, I this is a, again. This all podcast will always have, I think, minor spoilers in it, but isn't red skull on that planet in avengers Endgame?
0: game mm-hmm.
1: right where he has he's like telling people they have to jump off the cliff to like get the infinity stone or something right so that is him i just want to make sure that that's
0: that was red skull there so because, because when he grabs the cosmic cube he sees infinity and he gets transported out to that planet so that's where he went and captain america won that Yeah.
1: In the first okay, so that is a new thing for me to remember or realize.
0: Again, the continuity between these movies is amazing.
1: I know that's why I wanted to do this project. I'm like, I need to see all of them in order and understand because not to jump back to the beginning, but WandaVision made me go, like, oh, here's a bunch of stuff I don't know, or gaps that I have, you know, Mm -hmm. the Doctor Strange gap, the whatever, you know, these little bits, Spider-Man, how much that we'll talk about on this show. Is in despite the new Spider Man movies, I had no idea how much like MCU building was in it, so yeah. Red Skull went away and went to that planet for later, for later movie. And then Nick Fury, uh, okay, so let's we're at pretty much at the end of the movie, he's super soldier, he's not a joke anymore. He red skull shows up, but then leaves. There's some craziness with the Tesseract and
0: Captain America's.
1: Well, like in a fake place for a minute.
0: So there is not a direct connection between Nick Fury and Captain America until the end of the movie. They don't actually meet during World War II, which is, right. well, it makes sense because otherwise everyone would say uh, why is Samuel L. Jackson so much younger? Right, but it should be.
1: Yeah, and then they they do the also other thing for the Marvel movies going forward is they you know put him to sleep for fifty years, but that happened in the comics, right?
0: yeah the much yeah.
1: much easy way <laughs> nice yeah and this way he's like in this again this fake world and has to like break out of it yeah. uh, which is a great scene by the way I forgot about that scene that's really cool um
0: i love those kind of moments like this is not your reality this is your reality that was one of the moments i remembered the best that and the chase around brooklyn were my two favorite moments i had remembered from the last time i watched it because that chase through Brooklyn, like, I, I love all, that's where, much sure how much was CGI and how much was practical effects and how much was built on site. But that's where like all those pieces played together really well, I thought, and really built this world that he lived in. Like one thing I was really impressed by all throughout the movie is that like the sense of place was pretty powerful. From the streets of Brooklyn to the Red Skulls Castle to the forest they all fight in. I thought like the sets were really interesting. You felt like you were re- the characters were really in those places.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know if, if you think about it for half a second, how and we talked about this before, I think in a previous show, but how a movie gets made in general, it's insane. And then the you know the viewer doesn't even notice all these like touches, like you're talking about, like getting all these scenes right, so you feel like you're actually in these different places. Um, it was done very well, but overall, I still have this kind of general meh to the whole movie like I really I still am not like I knew I wasn't spitting with it before and even Civil War isn't one of my favorites but mm-hmm. I don't know if it's just the Captain America character but they don't ever like move me as much as some of the other ones
0: this to me is like right in the middle of inter- of the other Marvel movies in terms of quality it's like a median Marvel movie mm-hmm, it's not mm-hmm. especially good it's not I think I can say up front Black Panther is probably the best of them it's not the worst, which might be uh, Thor the Dark World, although we haven't seen that, and I need to reappraise it. I need to reappraise but, that, too, because
1: I I liked parts of that, I remember.
0: To me, it's like it's kind of average.
1: Yeah. By the way, I was going to say we could rate each one. I don't usually rate things, but I think it makes sense for this, because then we could actually see which ones we like best. Uh, if we did one out of ten, if we wanted to. We don't one have out to. i give it a 6.5 i was gonna give it a six that's perfect that's exactly what this is it's it's like you said it's me, middle of the road median movie mcu movie so you and it's also important to see for certain things we just talked about like tesseract etc and it jumps up a little bit here and there in scenes like you said you know like ooh, that's cool that's a good scene but that's not the overall feeling i'm like is
0: uh, it's okay It's a really entertaining way to spend two hours, but it's not going to stay with you too long.
1: Yeah. I think we did it. That's perfect. That's like a great explanation, I think. So next week, we are going to talk about Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel, which I just recently seen. I had never seen it when it came out, and I just recently seen it. So I'm excited to talk about that one. I will see you next week. Okay, let's do it again.